Welcome to Mindset, a guide to getting out of your own way and a blueprint for professional success. Today, Helen McCabe and Jamila Rizvi are here to talk about professional perfectionism and share practical tips for embracing your inner pragmatist. Helen, today we get to talk about perfectionism, which is like I'm almost giggling as I start to talk about it because the reality is if you are a perfectionist, it can become addictive very quickly. And when being a perfectionist becomes addictive, you create this sort of cycle of behaviours and patterns that reinforce the need for you to be perfect to yourself. So breaking out of that is really hard. And we are going to talk about breaking out of it for most of today. But I think before we do, we have to admit that there are like there are some benefits to being a perfectionist. Well, there are. And I love perfectionists. So anyone who's listening to this, like big tick, um, you know, you are uh, such an important person uh, in the FW world um, and we have many of them on staff. So I do feel like we're quite qualified to talk about it. Um, one of the um, things about it is that um, is motivation. Perfectionists are naturally motivated people who are determined to achieve success by any means. Uh, and even if they fail, they do not stop. They continue until they find victory, which does make them a pretty awesome um, colleague. They have a strong sense of excellence. Perfectionists can not process anything short of their best. And in striving to achieve impossible standards, they often produce really great things. Yeah. And finally, determination. Yeah, perfectionists are those people that will overcome obstacles, right? Uh, They will uh, display often really incredible willpower in trying to get somewhere. So as you said, Helen, it sounds pretty damn good, especially as the employer. But what we're talking about today is that recognition that perfectionism often covers up a whole lot of stuff that can be really destructive to your well-being. So perfectionists are more likely to experience anxiety and depression, uh, really serious mental health conditions. Perfectionism can be exhausting. And so burnout is a psychological experience that is, you know, it's a chronic overwhelm that is something a lot of perfectionists uh, will go through. And procrastination, which I don't think is something we necessarily associate automatically with perfectionism but sometimes if you are such a perfectionist you will delay starting a task because you're worried you don't have the time or the space to complete it perfectly and so you actually end up not doing it because you're so stressed about being able to complete every minor detail that you end up doing the assignment for university or the piece of work at the very last minute and you really distressing yourself because you're a perfectionist because you didn't have the perfect conditions to work until that point. And as I think is is pretty clear from hearing that, you've got to be really cautious if you're someone who's got those perfectionist tendencies to find a way that means you can really achieve at work and you can excel at work and do wonderful work, but recognize that you are never going to be able to do perfect work. Yeah, it is. It can be absolutely crippling. And um, whilst uh, it does make you a very desirable colleague, friend and um, employee, it, it is something you have to think deeply about to identify in yourself because mm. you are at risk of burnout. You might be you might be flying in your career, but the burnout factor can hit when you least expect yeah. it. So... Um, 
I thought I might talk for a moment about just the some of the science behind this because I think it's really interesting for people who um, experience perfectionism. So I want to tell you two things in particular because Shelley's usually going to be our science our science lady. But um, it, it, in one scientific journal, they did a whole bunch of uh, research that showed that the pursuit of perfectionism is associated with the release of dopamine, which is a neurotransmitter that's about pleasure and reward, right? When we talk about dopamine, we talk about like the mouse getting the treat and the experiment. So that dopamine release that comes with that perfectionist tendency is this sense of gratification. And so if you're getting that out of pursuing something that is actually causing you mental distress, you're doing it because you're like, I want the pleasure of, of feeling like I'm getting close to perfect. It can actually be really bad for you. The other one is that um, there's a study in the Journal of Personality and Individual Differences that found that perfectionism escalates over time. So when we talk about that burnout that you just mentioned, Helen, if your perfectionism is, let's say, there's no scale, everyone, I'm making this up, but say you're, you've got a level two perfectionist tendencies and that it escalates to a level five by the time you're in university and that's a level eight by the time you're five years, ten years out and then by the time you're in a senior role 20 years out of school, your perfectionist levels are at ten. That escalation is going to become addictive and you're in that reinforcing cycle but also the chances of burning out at the end of that, like that is not sustainable. You can't live like that. You can't work like that. There are not enough hours in the day which I think leads to the question of how on earth you figure out if you have a perfectionist problem or if you're just working real hard. So academics suggest um, people with perfectionist tendencies ask themselves two questions. One, think about how perfectionism has harmed you, Mm. along with thinking about how letting go of perfectionism might benefit you. Would you have more time for the things you enjoy? Would it be easier to get started on and complete tasks? Would you get along better with your spouse or partner? That's uncomfortable. Mm. What's the other question? (laughs) Try out behavioural experiments where you intentionally practice making mistakes and do things imperfectly. This This is something I don't have to do. As part of these experiments, predict what will happen when you make a mistake and then follow through with the plan to see what actually happens. Wow. That's stressful. Are you a perfectionist? I don't think so, actually. Yeah. I, I think I am achievement focused, mm. like and quite obsessively achievement focused, which is often associated with perfectionism. But I actually think I'm probably more pragmatic, which is what we're going to talk about next. Look at that segue. Look at us go, folks. <laughs> so um, let's talk about what a pragmatist is. Uh, a pragmatist is someone who finds practical, adaptable, and effective ways to deal with the challenges of life. So rather than getting stuck down in the theories or the ideals or the perfection, you're focused on how we're going to do this, how we're going to get the job done, and getting the job done is what is what matters. So pragmatists believe in practicality, doing uh, practical, effective, useful things to solve their problems. They tend to be quite flexible, so they're open to change, they're open to new situations. I was reading earlier today that pragmatists thrive in a startup, like a, like an FW-type situation, because they're not rigid to doing things one way. They're always open to changing it. Um, a pragmatist is someone who does consider consequences. So we think about um, what our actions are achieving and the positive avoid uh, results and also avoiding actions with negative results. Um, they're willing to experiment, try different things, and they recognise that um, to solve problems, you can't have a one-size-fits-all approach. You can't believe there's some absolute truth or perfect outcome, that there are usually many good outcomes and many ways to make it work. H- Helen, when you're 
at work, you just talked about the benefits of having people who do strive for perfection on the team. When does pragmatism help move the situation along? Well, that's a really good question because I think a, a perfectionist is um, a super valuable team member and, and, you know, staying aware as the leader of that team about their burnout yeah, capability sure. is um, quite a serious obligation on behalf of um, a leader. But the the pragmatists have to be built into the team as well, the ones that are actually going to make the call and move forward um, and bring the perfectionists along the way and make mm. them feel, feel okay about themselves. Um, so... Our purpose of this podcast is to help the perfectionists uh, shift their thinking ever so slightly uh, to understand that a pragmatic outcome is a successful outcome, is a good outcome. Yeah. It is it is a big tick if you're looking for a big tick. And, um, and to identify the pragmatists around you and potentially attach yourself to them a little more closely. Yeah. And, and just – and you just said you're a pragmatist um, with – you know, a fairly borderline perfectionist kind of tendencies going on there too. Say I'm a pragmatic workaholic. <laughs> I'm going to say you're borderline. Um, so, but, you know, to anyone who's trying to work out how they manage those tendencies and they are addicted to it, find the pragmatist in your life, um, study them a little and attach a little more closely, particularly in a working relationship, um, to their thinking so that you can start to take the edge off um, what is the negative side of being a perfectionist. And, you know, again, I feel um, very close to this topic because I watch it almost daily in our own FW team. Very committed to very good work. So it's got the added uh, component of actual people's lives at the other end of what we do. Um, so it's very hard to explain to someone not that good enough is um, near enough is good enough in that circumstance. Uh, but a pragmatic outcome is ultimately necessary when you are serving hundreds of underemployed women. Yeah. And I think ways that you can start to do that are to prioritise some of those pragmatic values. So if you're a perfectionist where time tends to get away from you because you're working so diligently on getting something done and you, you can't let it go until it's what you want it to be, um, say to yourself, to be perfect, I've got to be efficient. And I've got to manage my time well. So start focusing not just on the perfection of the particular project you're working on, but start to say, okay, I also need to deliver by getting this done in a reasonable time frame. So start to alleviate that tendency to obsess over every detail where you can. Um, you need to think about the impact of your effort right now compared to the desired outcome. So let's say you've done something to a 96% level. Think about how much time is required to take you to the 100% and how much more that time could be doing elsewhere. Because if you've got a project to 96%, it's probably looking pretty good, right? You've probably got it in, great, in, a, in really great shape. And so you've got to be smart about where your time can be used. If you're behind on every other project, it doesn't help for you to put the effort in and the hours in to get that to 100 when if you put that same effort and hours in somewhere else, you might take something from zero to 80, right? So you've got to be sensible pragmatic and a bit honest about where your time can be can be best used. And that's really re reframing the concept of perfectionism in a way, taking a zooming out um, rather than zooming in. 
so you can achieve the same outcome just over a broader landscape rather than a, than a narrow landscape. Perfectionism can lead to rigidity in thinking and inability to adapt to changing circumstances. So adopting a pragmatic approach with a focus on practical solutions encourages you to become more flexible and adaptable in the face of unexpected challenges. And for many people listening to this, unexpected challenges are what you excel in. Yeah. And being adaptable, I think, is a is an underrated quality, right? Um, we want people who are who have ideals and beliefs and purpose and confidence about what they want, sure. But being adaptable recognizes that uh, meaning in your career comes in lots of different ways. Um, being adaptable means that if you didn't get that job, that promotion, that pay rise, you can see other paths forward. Being adaptable means that if you didn't get to play the particular role in that project that you wanted to, you can see other roles for you um, that you can make sure that you can fit into a different shaped hole, let's say. And being adaptable is, I think, ultimately going to lead to lead to a lot of happiness at work, a lot of um, uh, joy in what you're doing because you're making a contribution, even if it's not the contribution that you originally originally env- envisaged. And finally, pragmatism has huge benefits for your self-esteem. So it means shifting what you value towards progress and effort and away from an unattainable perfection. Because if perfect is what you're striving for, you are always going to be unhappy. You're always going to think what you, you created wasn't good enough. We want to get to a place where you're proud of what you create because it's excellent. We want to pursue excellence, not perfection. And you need to be able to be in a place where you're valuing the fact that you've made progress, that you've improved, that there was enormous effort involved. That is going to lead to a shift in mindset around um, appreciating what you've achieved and appreciating gradual improvements, even if you can't do everything at once. Mindset is created by FW Jobs Academy with support from the Australian Government's Office for Women. FW champions gender equality in Australian workplaces through professional development, advocacy and community. If you'd like to know more, go to futurewomen.com or find out how to register for our Jobs Academy at jobsacademy.futurewomen.com.